Hi, I'm Shawnee Darden. I'm a celebrity esthetician, and you're listening to me on Bats Total Mom Sense. Hi, it's Kanika, and I'm back with a brand new season of That's Total Mom Sense, where I interview parenting experts, world-renowned thought leaders, best-selling authors, and trailblazing entrepreneurs on their incredible life stories and mom sense experiences. Hi, I'm Gabby Bernstein, and you're listening to me on That's Total Mom Sense. It's me, Bobby Brown, on Total Mom Sense. Can't wait to share my story. Hi, I'm Dr. Lisa, and you're listening to me on That's Total Mom Sense. Pandemic or not, these episodes will inspire you to make every single day count. Episodes release on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Join my tribe and subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. Struggling with acne is such a hard thing. I used to work for a dermatologist for a while, and um, that was one of the hardest things ever because I would see you know, such young kids, I would actually have to give them facials and do extractions and stuff. And it would break my heart, break my heart, especially that time already sucked so much in high school, middle school. It's just so hard. And then to have acne on top of it, it's just like no fun. As moms, we often wonder, am I doing enough for my kids? I'm here to tell you, you are super mama. That's because we have an undeniable superpower, our intuition, and it never steers us wrong. I call it our mom sense. Hi, I'm Kanika Chadda Gupta, and I'm the host of That's Total Mom Sense. I'm a journalist, entrepreneur, wife, and mom of three, twins plus one. Now, if I had a dollar every time I heard, gee, you have your hands full. On my podcast, I interview influential moms from various industries and cover topics that all first-time parents grapple with, from getting your baby to sleep to screen time allowance, your new normal in your marriage, and how to dedicate time to yourself. Learn and laugh along with that total mom sense. Twenty twenty was the year of going back to the basics and focusing on self care. Whether it meant making time to meditate to fill us up spiritually, or honing in on our skincare regimen to make us feel confident, especially since we're wearing masks on the daily and our skin is affected by that. That's why I am so excited to have industry leader and beauty expert Shani Darden on my show today. Considered the secret behind Hollywood's elite, including Kelly Rowland, Jessica Alba, and Emmy Rossum, expert esthetician Shani Darden sets herself apart with her results-oriented approach to skincare. Her passion for simple yet effective solutions has earned her clients' trust and respect in a town where beauty, health, and wellness standards are high. Shani trained as an esthetician under a leading dermatologist, eventually going off on her own. She developed a passion for creating products she couldn't find, sending clients home with custom-made formulas between visits. Her retinol reform serum quickly built a huge celebrity following, and today, Shani is sharing her proven formulas and trusted expertise so people everywhere can achieve their best skin. In June 2019, Shani opened her first flagship studio in Beverly Hills, where she treats clients develops high-performance formulas, and shares her expertise with her followers on social media. Shani, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Okay, so I want to start from the very beginning. I love just kind of getting into it. So tell us a little bit about your childhood and what it was like growing up for you. I was born in Manhattan. I lived with my mom and dad, and then my parents got a divorce when I was probably 
three or four, we moved away. And my mom eventually met my stepfather. And they remarried maybe when I was seven. My stepfather, Stan, had a son and two daughters. So I moved in with them. I moved in then with an all-white family. My dad is black and um, my mom is white. So I moved in with an all-white family. So in a very small town with lots of white people. I definitely have a lot of friends. I think majority of people in that town are very small-minded when it comes to race. So I definitely struggled, but you know, I left as soon as I could. And I, I went back for the first time after like 13 years, maybe two years ago, I took my kids, but that's kind of my story. I, I knew that I needed to be in a big city for me in Los Angeles. I don't really have to go through, you know, what a lot of people go through. But I definitely did when I was in a small town. To be at such an impressionable age and go through that, that shakes you. Yeah, it's pretty awful. You know, I was thinking, you know, I growing up, I always said I would never have children. I never wanted them to go through any hard times. So I just couldn't do it. My anxiety would not allow me to have children. And yeah. so then when I decided to... I think part of the reason why that change is that I'm in Los Angeles. And as much as like lately, I really want to move. It's something about being in a big city where I know that like my kids are not going to have to go through. I'm not saying they won't at some point. It will just be nothing compared to, you know, what I grew up in. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I had watched your Spotlight by Sephora and it was just a beautifully captured video of you as a child and growing up and, yeah. and through your phases and, and stages. And, and I love that you were just so open in it and, and talked about how you were concocting face masks for your friends yeah. <laughs> as a teenager, you know, and you didn't like raise capital or have all this investing and you're at Sephora now. Yeah, That's it's, incredible. Been, it's been a wild ride just to think of it like that. You know, I remember when Retinol Reform was in Us Weekly for the first time, and it was a big moment for me. It was kind of like one of those life-changing moments. We got so many orders, and it was me and my husband, like, shipping orders from my bed, in my bedroom. So it is kind of crazy. By the way, I'm very happy about that too, because I feel grateful. I also think I'm very lucky, but that I didn't have to that it kind of went that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you put your heart and soul into what you do, you know? Yeah, and for that, sure. I definitely do. That shows. Did your like family members or women in your family um, kind of inspire you to go into skincare? I was trying to think that I have like a very weird memory where I can't remember certain things. My mom and my grandmother both had really great skin and I kind of grew up with them. I, my grandmother helped to raise me. I don't remember her teaching me necessarily about skincare. My mom was, um, she doesn't do much. She doesn't wear makeup, never has, but she um, taught me the importance of sunscreen. You know, she introduced me to like Mary Kay, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't remember her as being like super obsessive about it, but it was just something I always was really interested in. Yeah. That's so cool. Was it like, Maybe your need to problem solve, like, did you have like problematic skin and you were like, okay, I need to fix this by the way. I did. I did. I had, I went through a, a few things. I remember I had lost 
all the color in part of my cheek. And I Mm -hmm. still don't remember if it was from eczema or what happened. And that was the struggle. And then I was breaking out for a while. And that was just like really hard for me. And I went to the dermatologist. I remember being introduced to Retin-A at a very early age, like knowing about it. So yeah, I always had an interest, but like, I didn't know about facials. I don't even think we had facials where I was. So I didn't have that. It was just something that I really liked, but um, I guess that was my path. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Do you remember like the first few face masks you made yourself at home? I was big on making an egg mask from an, Oh, wow. For that. Yeah. I I just looked them up and I would make them and torment my friends. Um, (laughs) yeah, I was very much into it. And like I said, I was really into, uh, Mary Kay. I remember like, I wanted to be a Mary Kay person and like sell products. Yeah. And well, now it's your own. I mean, I think that's (laughs) amazing that you came up with your own formulas yeah you know because that's that's not easy to to really no. like hit the nail on the head with that so tell us what the definition of beauty is to you I think just confidence just someone that just walks in and owns a room is probably the most beautiful to me and like you know women that can wear their sweatpants and look like they own the room so yeah. I think it's all about confidence for sure Yeah, I agree. And then you know what? Having clear skin helps (laughs) with that, right? With the confidence. Struggling with acne is such a hard thing. I used to work for a dermatologist for a while. And um, that was one of the hardest things ever because I would see, you know, such young kids. I would actually have to give them facials and do extractions and stuff. And it would break my heart, break my heart. Especially that time already sucked so much in high school, middle school. It's just so hard. And then to have acne on top of it, it's just like no fun. Tell us about Shiny Jarden skincare. Well, I have five products now coming out with my six. Mm-hmm. I started with retinol reform. I've always been really obsessed with retinol. So that's where it sort of started. I didn't necessarily have a plan to come out with a line. It's just been kind of piece by piece for me. That's sort of how I work. You know, the line has just been products where I felt like I couldn't find what I was looking for. There was a cleanser I had been using for years. I loved it, but there was something about it I didn't like and my clients complained about. So I was like, oh, well, I'm going to make that, but make sure it has all of these things as well. So that's kind of how it's gone for me. And um, I have a lot of fun in making each product, but I'm pretty like slow moving. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's good. You got to be like tried and tested and it's sustainable, clean beauty. Yeah. Everything. I put a lot of my heart into each product and um, I'm really proud of it. And so soon to come more, but it's just like, I'm like a turtle. Step by step. (laughs) I test everything for so long that it's crazy. And you need that too. I feel like there's so many different types of skin types and skin tones. And then Tell us about the ingredients. What are some of the key ingredients in in your products? My first two were retinol-based. I wanted to make an over-the-counter retinol that would give you the same results as a prescription, but without all the harsh side effects that you can get. Mm -hmm. And then I decided to make another retinol kind of because I was playing with it. It's a retinol palmitate, so it's just a gentler form of retinol. I was playing around with this 
retinol palmitate. And then I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. So that was my next. And then I was on the hunt for an oil-free moisturizer. There was mm-hmm. one that I had been using for years and um, they discontinued it. And I was like, what am I going to do? So that's where that came from. It's super calming, but definitely for more normal to oily skin types. And then my sake toning essence that I just, it's more like a treatment, butt toner in one, and that helps to brighten the skin and helps to reduce oil production. It's got sake water, which is what brightens. And then oh, wow. an ingredient called sebocytine, which helps to control oil production. And then my cleanser is just a great calming cleanser for all skin types. Really great lather. Great at removing makeup. If it's heavy makeup, you definitely would have to double cleanse using micellar water before, but definitely for all skin types. So that's all of them. And then my next product that's coming out that launches... I think Tuesday is my new eye cream that I'm beyond excited about that has taken me 40 million years to make. And it's finally (laughs) here. I almost forgot about it. I had developed the eye cream, honestly, probably two years ago, then COVID happened and whatever. And I no longer had the eye cream. I didn't have any samples. Labs were closed. So I didn't have it for so long. So I'd almost forgotten about the eye cream. I knew it was time we were going to put it out. And I was kind of like, I don't know. I don't, it's probably not that good. And so then when I was finally able to get it again, I was like, oh my God, it's probably going to be one of my favorite products now. Instantly brightens the eyes, but also really hydrating. That is so cool. And that's something that we would use at night, just isolated or like under makeup is fine. You could use, yeah, you could use it morning and night. I always say, you know, it's best to use your eye cream morning and night, but people fail in the morning with the eye cream. And that's fine as long as you're making sure to use it at night when your skin's in repair mode, as long as you're at least doing that. Right, right. Could you tell us what the difference is between Retin-A, Retinol, Retinoid? Basically, either prescription or over-the-counter. And prescription is where you're getting like Tazerac, Retin-A, Tazerac, which is what Tazerac is one of my favorites. So those are just stronger forms of retinol. And what happens with those, they're all vitamin A derivatives, but with a prescription, um, that's where you're going to get the fastest results, but the mm-hmm. most downtown, downtime. So right. then you go into a retinol, like my retinol reform, where you're going to get great results, but it's going to take longer than the prescription, but not with as many harsh side effects. And yes. then you go into like a retinol palmitate, which is texture reform, which is, is even gentler. So it takes even longer, mm-hmm. but you're really not going to have any of those side effects. So that's really the difference. I, I always say if your skin can handle a prescription retinol, definitely use it or even add it in while using an over the counter. It's just right. for a lot of people, the problem is, it's just the downtime. Yeah, the dryness. They just give up. One of my favorite prescriptions I was saying is Tazerac, which I actually think is the strongest retinol on the market. And it's amazing for people with acne. But you go through this period of at least about a month, usually, where you're red and irritated, you're miserable. And I think that people just give up. I have a few clients that it's totally transformed their skin, but it probably took me probably more than a year to finally convince them to go on it. Okay. So I want you to kind of give us a rundown of 
if you were to come up with one must-have product for X kind of skin? I know it's hard to narrow it down, but I mean, I'm just curious. So if you have dry skin, what's something that you like absolutely need? Probably a great hyaluronic acid serum. What about combination skin, T-zone? Well, the answer to these are always going to be, the rest of them is probably going to be retinol. Okay. (laughs) That's good to know. Yeah. yeah. So dry skin is hard. I would say a retinol too, but if someone's really, really dry, it's hard to use retinol. I mean, I'd have to say my number one would be sunscreen because wear sunscreen, stay out of the sun, you need nothing else, but then it would be a retinol. Okay. But what about, I know that's like combination and oily, but what about fair skin versus olive and dark? I would still go with retinol. Okay. Okay. That is like, I guess our fountain of youth yeah, like, need my, to have this. That's my go-to. Okay. And now I want to debunk some beauty myths. So hydration is only necessary for dry skin. Um, I like for people to use a moisturizer always. Hydration yeah. is really important. You should just always end with a moisturizer or a yeah. really good hyaluronic acid serum. It's important. It's important yeah. to have that hy- hydration for sure. Agreed. Okay. Um, Another myth is retinol is only for mature skin. No, definitely not. So would you say like age 14, 15 is fine? You know what? I would say don't start using a retinol until you're in your 20s. If you are younger and you are struggling with acne, most likely you will end up on a retinol, which is fine. I would say 20s could even be late 20s. What I'd say is, you know how you're going to age based on your parents. So for me, I did start using a retinol in my 20s. You want to start using retinol before you start to see the signs of aging, obviously to kind of prevent. But yeah. some for some people, that's like your late 20s, early 30s. That's when it's starting to show up. So right. if you get it before then, that's the most important. But I wouldn't say like you're 20 years old, you need to necessarily have a retinol. Especially if you're doing all the right things. If you're not someone that lays out in the sun and you're wearing sunscreen every day and you're crazy like that, then you're good. Yeah. Cleansing brushes is good for the skin. Um, you know what? I have a cleansing brush that I love. It's called the Nyon. I like that. I don't think they're necessary. Yeah. Um, Some people just like them. I use mine sometimes. It's not a must for sure. Also, you have to be careful, you know, some of them can be too harsh. And you don't necessarily need to use them every day, but I think it's more of like whether or not you like it. Yeah. No, I love that you mentioned that. And my derm told me that she said you can end with like broken capillaries and it's not, well, you know, gosh, use... I wouldn't use one with the bristles. I'm not. A yes. Fan that's that. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this is coming from you leading esthetician because a lot of people are like, I don't want to say the name of the brand, but with a no, no. spin brush. And it's like, you just, you can't take a spin brush to your face. Yeah, I also am a major germaphobe. So I like the newer devices, like like I was saying that Nyon where you can just clean it off and it's easy. It's like made of some form of plastic or something. I actually don't know what the Nyon's made of, but it makes it easy and you clean it off. Bristles, I can't do. It's just, it's way too abrasive. But actually segue to your facial wand. Yeah. I've been using, it's vibration therapy. It's acoustic sound waves that create vibration, which basically stimulates the muscles. It tones, tightens, and lifts. I've been um, using vibration therapy for almost 16 years now, since I first started. Another esthetician introduced me to it. She was older than me, much older, and she had been using it 
for so long and she had the tightest jawline in the world. So then later on, I knew I wanted to make one and it just took so long to like figure out how to do that. And then finally it happened. It's just nice. It's not by any means cheap in any way. And it really, really works. Also, what I love is I'm very lazy when it comes to skincare. And I think a lot of people can be. And you don't need to look in the mirror to use this. Once you've got it down once, then you're fine. So I do it walking around my house. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. And all moms need that. Yeah. I think for people, it's people will use it. Because, you know, yeah. when you're, if you're using something else where you have to, there's too much, you just give up. That's really awesome. Okay. Two more myths. One is microdermabrasion and chemical peels burn the skin and are more harmful in the long run. Um, I guess you would have to say that depends on what chemical peel you're using and who's doing it on you. I'm a huge fan of chemical peels. I do peels in all my facials. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything too harsh. I do not use microdermabrasion and I never have. When I was first taught, I was taught using microdermabrasion and I just thought it was the worst thing ever. And then I ended up buying a machine, I don't know how many years ago. And I just, the suction, I'm just not a fan of suction. The girls that I work with love it. I would never want anyone sucking my skin. And I just think (laughs) it causes broken capillaries. It's just not my thing. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same. I feel like, especially if you were acne prone, you just can't go that abrasive. That's over, over exfoliating. You just can't go I there. always wonder too, if everyone's still using it. I, I know that it's a thing, but I don't hear about it as much. So I'm always curious if people have moved away from it or if every, if estheticians are still using it all the time, but not for me. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is um, Botox is permanent or wrestling fillers are permanent. And that's a myth too, right? You have to keep. Yeah. You have to keep doing that. Filler can stay in your face for a while and it can start to build up and make you look crazy as you get older. I don't do them on myself. I have had um, Botox two times um, right here. I had this little line that I wanted to get rid of. I, it's nothing that I ever care about, but I just wanted to see. And then weirdly enough, when I worked for a dermatologist, you know, we would have like reps come in and um, do Botox or, you know, they were selling their product or whatever. And I decided I wanted to try filler because I wanted to see what it would feel like. Cause I was like, how can I not know what it feels like? Oh God, did I hate it so much. I spent oh, man. massaging it out. It was the worst thing ever. I looked like a pig. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I, uh, now, what advice do you have for entrepreneurs, especially those, you know, who are in our like demo, female, people of color, mothers, what advice do you have when you're working against the odds like that? For me, it just took a lot, a lot of work. I worked really hard. I worked seven days a week. I worked at the dermatologist, a plastic surgeon, and then I worked at the Sofitel, this uh, hotel spa mm-hmm. where I, worked, I didn't have one, I didn't never had a day off and I just really worked hard. And working hard, I never made a lot of money, but that's how I was able to get my first product, retinol reform. But I mean, there was no easy answer other than that. And I wish that I had them all. I think it just took a lot of work. And thank God for like my clients who supported me. That obviously made a huge difference in my career. So Mm -hmm. I think that that it's just about working your butt off. 
Yeah, it's so true. Tell us a little about your motherhood journey. You know, I had my first, when I first started working at the spa that I had, I had sort of started at, I was a receptionist there. And then um, I didn't have my second until I had moved into, I was working in the back office of my house. You know, they've been with me through it all. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm always a work in progress as far as being a mom. Tell us a mom sense moment that you've had. And by that, I mean a time where you trusted that sixth sense that we have as moms that never steers you wrong. I don't know that I've really had other than like sicknesses or knowing when my kids had strep throat and <laughs> my husband didn't believe me. And I was like, no, I don't think there's been any other. I think that's pretty much it. Like I always know when my kids are sick before yeah. they're sick kind of thing, but that's about I haven't had any other. Yeah, no, but it's a good one. I mean, it's it's so interesting how, you know, dad is not as attuned and you're no, like, no, I, trust me. Yeah, <laughs> I always know if someone's really not doing it. Right, right. Let's not forget our quote of the day. Is there a quote that you live by? There isn't necessarily a quote that I live by, which is weird. I'm going to have to get back into them. When I was younger, that's all I did was read quotes. I was super obsessed with them. And weirdly enough, my daughter now, just yesterday, I saw that she has quotes all taped up throughout the house. And I had never noticed, which is weird because I'm like, I'm always looking for, but I found them taped up in the bathroom and in her sister's room. My daughter's really into them, but I got to get back into that. It's now time for Mom Hall, when we share products we love. So is there a product that you found that you're you're loving right now? And it could be yours or it could be something that you just discovered that you're like, okay, this was a game changer for me. I use this all the time. Oh, you know what I'm really into right now? Oh, I think it's called Mass Number One. That's a great product. Dr. Nigma has a great mask out that I just fell in love with. I actually just put it on my website. And I think it's mass number one is the name and it's filled with hyaluronic acid. And what I love about it is it's a sheet mask, but what the material of the sheet mask is really easy to put on. Ooh, nice. That makes sense. There's yeah. certain ones that it's a pain or you know what I mean? And yeah, then falling it has off. so much of the, a product in the bottom of it that you can use it all over your body. You can oh, save wow. it. So that's a, that's a newer product that I uh, recently got into. That's great. Lastly, where can my listeners find you and, you know, all your amazing Shawnee Darden skincare products? Well, I, it's shawneedarden.com and I'm at sephora.com and I'm, I'm at quite a few other places, which I'll have to send to you. Um, but there's a list of places that I'm at. I'm in uh, Violet Gray, um, Net-A-Porte, but I'm Sweet. exclusive as of now to Sephora. Right, right, right. Of course. And um, for social media, where can we follow you? At Shawnee Darden on Instagram. Okay. And any you know last thoughts for the listeners? Many of us are women and moms, and I think we need all the help. So... Yeah, I would just say for as far as life, I would just say you just got to keep hustling. It's a hard, it's all very hard. It's tricky. I wanted to give up many, many of times and I just stayed focused and just kept working. I really just worked so much and it all paid off, but I know that it's not easy. 
Yeah, no, it's true. And you are an inspiration. I feel like seeing your journey and your success, it it doesn't happen overnight and you just try, try again. Yeah. And it's just, it's wonderful to see where you are now. I'm I'm happy for you. Thank you. (laughs) Shani, I can't thank you enough for spoiling me with all of your amazing products. I'm especially loving your intensive eye renewal cream, which you launched. And I've heard amazing things about the facial sculpting wand. I also just love the system that you created for my PM care with your cleansing serum and retinol reform. Thank you. Thank you. Shani's providing an exclusive code for my That's Total Mom Sense listeners for her product line. So it is Mom Sense 15 in all caps, and you can go shopping at shanidarden.com. If you have any other suggestions for guests or show topics, write to me at that's total mom sense at gmail.com. You can follow me on Insta at Kanika Chada Gupta and at that's total mom sense. And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen. I'm on Good Pods, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, every player out there. And if you're loving the content, leave a review. I love reading your feedback and sharing it with the audience. And I can't thank you enough for your support of this show. Remember, always trust your mom's sense. Stay strong, super mamas. See you next time. That's total mom sense.